Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here on uh, Wednesday, September 13th, which is apparently Positive Thinking Day, which I wish, mm. I mean, that should that should really be every day. Uh, it's also National Kids Take Over the Kitchen Day. Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. You know, I don't know. Um, it's also National Bald is Beautiful Day. So, you know, shout out to Ayanna Presley. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Jada Pinkett. Shout mm-hmm. out to Chris Rock. Um, you know, this you know is, what? this is apparently, you know, this is the day. This is the day. So happy about this beautiful day. Um, what do we have coming up? It's also uh today's Wednesday. Today's yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. It is Wednesday. I don't understand time, I don't understand days. So there's that. Anywho, uh um, so what do we got coming up on the show today? Coming up today, we're going to talk about New Mexico's attempt to halt gun violence. Also, Quavo's new venture and what Al Sharpton has to say to black Trump supporters. But this hour, we're going to talk about the new real IDs that go into effect in October because, you know, someone had like a hot take about them on the Internet. So we're going to break that down. Also, Erica Mena has issued an apology to Spice. So, you know, we got to talk about it on um, Black Year News this hour. That's a lot. That's a lot. We've got all of it. We've got all of it right here at the Amanda Seals Show. You know how it is. We're giving you the laughs, giving you facts, giving you the politics, giving you the pop culture. I mean, it's just it's just a cornucopia of dopeness that happens here every day. So don't go anywhere. It is time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals. It's time for some Black Eerie news. And I've been hearing about this Real ID for a long time, I feel like. Uh, the Real ID Act may seem like a simple update to travel ID requirements, but it could actually be positioned as a tool of surveillance against our people. So it's a new form of identification that will be needed for travel beginning October 1st and could easily become a form of national ID that could be used to further immigration enforcement. And some two thirds of the U.S. uh, state driver's licenses are like not compliant with this post 9-11 security law that's set to go into effect. And those who are not compliant will not be able to fly if they don't have other forms of real ID compliant identification. So take a listen to this content creator uh, from We Are Push Black, who's gonna break this down for you. During slavery, enslaved people would need slave passes or free papers to move about the states. These were early forms of state ID and registries designed to control our freedom of movement. Real IDs could function the same. The system will always create new ways to criminalize black people, but it's important for us not to back down and stick together. We must help support our immigrant brothers and sisters against the system. So this to me is, it's still like a bit convoluted. Let me also be clear, if you have a passport, then you can travel mm. with your passport without needing a real ID. Um, but she brings up a valid point that this real ID thing now becomes just another way to be able to infringe upon people's freedoms, you know, to be able to incarcerate people, et cetera, et cetera. Like they always create like new ways for people to be criminals. Um, right. And even though, cause I know somebody's listening and it's like, yeah, but I mean, it's not saying that other people can't be, be incarcerated either. It's like, yeah, but we know that the law prefers it. The law is biased. So right, right. the same people, like it's like two people will commit the same crime, but one is a white boy and one mm. is a black man. And the same, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The same application of the law is not provided to each person. Right. Right. We know that. Right. Um, that being said, in order to get a real ID, you go to your DMV and you get the real ID. Um, it is requires, it requires two forms of identification. Like 
like a passport and a birth certificate type level mm. of identification. You can also bring utility bills. I know that you can bring like three utility bills. I mean, they don't make it easy. No, they don't. <laughs> like, not at all. And we all know the DMV just ain't easy in general. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not completely sure why this is even necessary. Like why the real ID thing is, is even being put into place. Um, but nonetheless, it is something that they have been trying to implement and they keep pushing it back by the way. Cause this was supposed really? to be in place last year. It was supposed to be in place last year. And then they were like, Oh, we've pushed it back. We've pushed it back. And I don't know if that was related to COVID or what. So we'll see. Oh, Cause yeah. October it's 1st possible. is around the Kona. It's around the Kona. So, uh, you know, do we feel like her point is a valid concern or is it conspiracy theory? I feel like, Anytime they come up with a new way to incarcerate you or to get you hemmed up, it's a valid concern. A new crime has been created. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Call me up when we get back. We got more Black Grid news. Erica Mena from Love & Hip Hop apparently apologizing. We're going to get into it. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Last break, we were talking about these new real IDs. Mm-hmm. And I was like saying to the producer, uh, TJ, like, you know, did they have a why? And she said that she looked at various sites and there was never any explanation of why they're implementing the real ID. Like, I don't know, like, what the impetus is for the real ID. Like, what does it do differently than the current IDs? Like, how is it going to make things safer? How does it? I don't know. It might I just be the money to get that. Because you got to pay to get a new ID. Maybe it's like just like, cash grab from the people (laughs) there we go i mean we've seen we've seen worse that wouldn't surprise me at all so i don't really pay attention to uh reality shows but you know the this love and hip-hop situation with erica mena and um the comments that she made to her co-star spice this is a different situation uh but she was fired from the show and she recently came out and made an apology she says, I deeply regret my insensitive comment and want to humbly apologize to anybody I hurt or offended by my thoughtlessness. My choice of words was wrong and I take full responsibility for what I said. Do I think she should have done a video than just a written thing? Yes, because her whole life or her whole situation is about her being on camera and being real. So right, there's right. that. Um, Spice, I had this to say back to it. Nobody takes my peace of mind away from me because someone's opinion of me does not value who I am and does not, not because someone thinks something of me that doesn't mean that's who I am. I'm the person that came up with colorism a few years ago. I'm black and beautiful. I'm an arm, bleach, proud, I'm a color. I've been done it, said it all. Always reminding my melanated woman how beautiful they are to love themselves, who they are. Like someone can't come and say a few words and that's going to get me into a mood like, no, that doesn't define me. I know who I am. Well, you know, okay, here we go. I mean, I think she's, she's, she's keeping it a buck. She's like, I mean, whatever. Like, that's not going to change me. I thought it was interesting that she said she came up with colorism. I don't think she came up with colorism. Um, I think she was referring to like, she did a, I don't remember, like she went viral last year for doing like, she like bleached her skin for a video to like show like, it was like a whole thing. Spice is very dark skin. So she did like a whole makeup Mm -hmm. thing, turning herself like into a, a white woman to, I guess, talk about colorism. So I think that's what she was referring to. Like she brought the conversation to the forefront. Okay. All right. I didn't, I I didn't know about that. Um, Yeah. But I think this whole situation is, it is indicative of also just the fact that we are watching these shows where they continuously like seed, like they so conflict they sow controversy mm-hmm. they sow you know these behaviors and to my understanding like i guess erica has said like sketchy stuff in the past right and there's is that true receipts. i don't know again i'm speaking from pure ignorance here yeah there's like people have put like compilation videos of her like saying other crazy things um not all necessarily crazy like, things like things like what well i say not necessarily all like racist things but just like you running your mouth being very antagonistic like even the fact that the big part that her, from her side was like, don't talk about my kids, but people show videos of her talking about other people's children. So it's kind of oh. like, well, <laughs> I don't know if you can really like play that card. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is just indicative of the fact that reality TV is complete nonsense. And um, well, you, you kind of talked about it though. Like, you know, they set them up to do this, but then you have love and hip hop like, oh my God, 
we we can't believe this happened. We didn't we didn't think it would go this far. It's like y'all put them in the room to fight and argue. Well, you know that's the thing. I I don't know. People still do have agency, and you have a choice that's, that's in true. how you respond and react. And when you allow people to you know put you in a scenario where you show up in this type of way, like you, the only person to blame is yourself. Um, there's that. Anyways, that's all I'm going to talk about it. And we're going to go to 60 second headlines when we get back. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It is Amanda Seals here. And it is time for a Jeremiah Like the Bible to hit you with 60 second headlines. All right. First up, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced yesterday that he is calling on his committees to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, even as they have yet to prove allegations he directly profited off his son's foreign business deals. The way that they just be trying to like really press this and press this and press this. And I'm not even saying that he didn't profit off his son's uh, business deals, but the way that Jared Kushner, who is uh, Donald Trump's son-in-law, got two billion dollars from Saudi Arabia after he was put in like charge of going to Saudi Arabia for some quote unquote like um, foreign affairs type scenario. How is that not (laughs) how is that not being investigated? Like your whole level of nepotism in terms of like Trump's whole family was employed. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the the daughter, the son, the son-in-law. How is this not, how was that even allowed? Okay. How was that even allowed? Go on. All right. <laughs> next one. Next story we have R. Kelly victims are awarded $10.5 million over the threats that shut down surviving R. Kelly screening. Hmm. Okay. Good. <laughs> Hooters in Louisiana will pay $650,000 in back pay and damage to a group of black employees at a restaurant in Metairie following a lawsuit that claimed they were targets of racist comments and discriminatory hiring practices. Mm, mm, mm. The money just keeps flowing. The last headline was $10 million. Now we got $650,000. Why y'all keep acting up? Because it cost you. It cost you. That's true. Eddie Murphy also um, first holiday movie, Candy Cane Lane, is coming to Amazon Prime Video on December 1st, if you're interested, Amanda. I mean, why not? Okay. (laughs) And lastly, legal experts applaud Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis as she moves to formally shield the prospective jurors in the Donald Trump criminal case. Yeah, I mentioned this yesterday. She's actually like not playing around and making sure that the jurors are going to be you know, not put on blast by the reporters and media, et cetera, et cetera. So this is very important because we see she already didn't got death threats herself and she actually used her death threats in the actual, uh, in the brief, I guess it's called, but in the, in the motion, mm-hmm. in, in the actual okay. motion and asking for the judge to make this formal, she used her own death threats. Like, see, if they're giving me death threats, they're going to give them death threats. So I need there to be a formal shield. There you go. That'll do it. All right, those are your 60-second headlines that ended up being four minutes. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. Thank you for listening. If you missed anything, remember, you can always check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, we're taking your calls from any of your topics, really. So holla at us. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Who is this? Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah. It is Courtney in Metro Atlanta. And uh, how can we get a seal the deal pen? I have been a supporter of yours for years. Proud like a bestie that you don't know. Proud. (laughs) And I have a book bag where I keep pens. And so I would love to add a seals the deal pen my book bag so please let me know how i can support how i can purchase one and i truly am proud of all that you're doing and i look forward to whatever it is that you want to give us because you give us so much content and it is absolutely appreciated have a great day y'all uh it is first of all let me just tell you i really appreciate the love the support all of that let me tell you why we don't have the pins for sale. <laughs> Who gonna mail them? <laughs> Who gonna mail them? Y'all, Great the, question. The, the effort of mailing things out to people is one of the, it is maybe, actually maybe the least favorite thing I've ever done in my career is really? having to do fulfillment. Yes. Mm, okay. we, did a, we did a Smart Funny and Black merch sale last year, last January that, no, two years ago that like nearly killed me. Like 
I was in the garage at 6 a.m. with heaters and Uggs trying to <laughs> mail everything out. Um, at the time, I was living with my ex and he was helping. But then I realized that like he was actually kind of like slow, <laughs> slow in the process of doing it. Not like slow and mentally. Like, was he like, was, no, no, no. He was like slow in in the process. Yeah, and so then yeah. And, yeah. and so then it was like, oh my God, how are we gonna get this? How are we gonna get this done? So then like uh-huh. my homegirl, shout out to Fatima. Fatima was visiting and was just like, girl, I got you. Like, I'm gonna come help you. So then we like had to, but you know what you what you forget is that even when you get it all mailed out, there's returns, there's wrong oh, yeah. sizes, there's there's wrong addresses, there's customer service. So it's rough. But it's business. But there's a version of this coming soon where I may be able to get things up. So I'm 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 looking to be able to release some in Man Do We Trust merch before the end of the year, but we're gonna see how that goes. Uh but thank y'all for your interest. And you can still support in Amanda We Trust at inamandawetrust.com. Okay. We're gonna keep going right here. So make sure you give us a call 1855 Amanda 8. We have the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show coming up next. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. It's Wednesday, September 13th. It's hump day. It's also a happy birthday to Tyler Perry, to Swiss Beats, and to our engineer Supreme. That's why he's not here. He's not here because he's celebrating. Happy birthday, Supreme. So happy birthday, Supreme, out there, hopefully living his biggest Supreme life, you know, putting sour cream on everything. Um, I've always just loved it. Well, that's Taco Bell. It's a Supreme with sour cream. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a nachos, but it becomes a nacho supreme once you add the sour cream. Yeah. Didn't know it's that. a taco, yeah. but it's a taco supreme once you add the sour cream. That's just how it works. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, I don't make the rules. I just abide by them. Uh, what do we got coming up this hour on the show? Coming up this hour in Black Green News, New Mexico is now at the center of an American problem, a gun problem. We'll break it down. Also, Quavo is going to college, but what is he studying? Plus, the Big Up Letdown is coming up um, this hour. The Big Up is to the lip bar out of Detroit, so stay locked in. All right, Melissa Butler, we got you on the Big Up today. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. We also have my podcast, Small Doses. Uh, this week, it is Side Effects of Woke with Tamika D. Mallory. I saw Tamika down in Atlanta working with the people who are challenging the Cop City uh, building of Cop City. We saw, we talked yesterday about how they somehow indicted 61 of the um, protesters of Cop City on a RICO charge, which we all know this is a completely unconstitutional move and it is going to get, uh, it's, I believe it's going to get thrown out, but it's just an effort to try and. It's an effort to try and deflate the re- the 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 rebel the rebelling of people against this really institutional um, and dysfunctional effort of creating cop city. That's what it is. Mm. And what we're gonna see is um, there have been so many people that made petition that petitioned this, and now they have to they've submitted it to the actual board or to the gov- to the council. And now they have to go through and like legitimize each signature. But apparently they're like right. not going to do it immediately because right. 
they're stalling, et cetera, et cetera. And they don't want to go to a vote because they're pretty sure that if they go to a vote that the people are going to be like, no. Uh, right. So the, the fight still continues to uh, not allow Cop City to be built. And I, I want to commend and shout out the people down in Atlanta and everybody who is supporting this because it is imperative that we are loud and we challenge these things. They think that they can just do things and get away with it. And it is the people who ref- who refute that. We got more Black Eyed News when we get back. Remember, it's time to listen, laugh and learn. See you, Amanda Seal Show. I got very passionate about that. show i am amanda seals i hate when i am talking to my team and i'll tell them a story and they'll just be silent i need y'all to know that this happens all the time between songs like i will literally tell there's three people on this call i will tell them a whole story and it'll just be we're active listeners no that's actually inactive <laughs> so i just want y'all to know that your girl be talking and folks don't be saying nothing and it's 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 maddening nonetheless y'all be calling up so i appreciate y'all calling 1855 man to eight that's 1855-262-6328 um so okay let's talk about new mexico we mentioned this yesterday on the show in 60 second headlines uh i don't think we spoke about it like properly because once um, I got more insight into it, I realized like, oh, I think we we needed to give more more attention to it. So apparently, Governor Michelle Lewin Grisham in uh, she's a Democrat is declaring a public health emergency due to recent gun deaths, and she declared an a thirty day ban on the carrying of guns in public spaces in and around Albuquerque's largest city. Um, and she again, it's a thirty day ban. Okay. now the sheriff, John Allen, says that he will not (laughs) enforce this order. Take a listen. Let me be clear. I hold my standards high and I do not or never will hedge on what is right. And I take my oath seriously. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency The temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. My oath was to protect the Constitution, and that is what I will do. The governor made it clear in her press conference. She knew we as law enforcement did not agree with the order, and as a result, this was solely her decision. Okay, so first of all, sit the down. I don't know who, like... (laughs) The, the, you a sheriff you're not a, a, a professor of constitutional law you're not even a judge like you're not a district attorney no right. one is asking you to interpret the constitution because it's literally not your job to interpret the constitution you know what your job is your job is to carry out the uh protecting and serving and again the protecting and serving of the people and the mm-hmm. laws that have been created in the state you mm-hmm. serve at the behest of the governor not the other way around Let me be clear because he doesn't understand this. So let me help you all understand this. First of all, um, laws, as they are written in the Constitution, are very open to interpretation. The Constitution and the way words, the way that sentences and rights are are written in the Constitution have notoriously been um, nebulous. Okay, and in that way. That is how so much of the Constitution has been utilized against black people and brown people and immigrants, Mm -hmm. et cetera, because Mm -hmm. it is written in a way that is unclear. Right. Right. So it allows for whoever's in power to interpret it and wield it however they want to. So that's one. Two, the Second Amendment speaks to a a well-regulated militia. The National Guard is our well-regulated militia. That's that's who the militia is for America, y'all. It's the National Guard. Americans as private citizens do not need to possess AR-15s. They are not hunting rifles. They are war rifles. Unless Mm -hmm. we are at war with each other, there is absolutely no reason for us to to, to protect, to to have these laws. I mean, to have these guns. And as the sheriff, if your effort as sheriff is to keep crime down, why would you be supporting this? Why would you be against supporting this? She's not saying that you shouldn't own guns. She's saying that you should not be able to bring your concealed weapon into a public space. Why is this a problem for people? If the whole point of the gun is to protect yourself from home invasion, 
Mm-hmm. If the whole point of the gun is to protect yourself from harm, if there are no guns in the public space, what are you protecting yourself from? Great question. Therefore, you don't need it there. So, again, people who are absolutely don't have the range giving the opportunity to like have their little 15 seconds of fame. Go sit down, sheriff, and do your job and serve at the behest of the governor who is actually the person in charge, who is making the laws of the state. You are representing the state. The constitution is on a federal level. She's making a law on a state level and she's saying that you need to be uh, actually carrying that out. And if he's not, then she needs to remove him immediately. What do you think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, I believe in education. I really okay. do. <laughs> <laughs> I believe education is the key to our liberation. Um, and apparently so does Quavo. Uh, Quavo says he plans to enroll at the University of Georgia in 2024. He says he's going to be a student. On campus, the 32-year-old recently released his baseball cap line, which pays tribute to the University of Georgia's football team. He didn't say what he'll be studying at the school, but we've got some classes that we think he could get A's in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The first class is Black Popular Culture 101. Now, y'all have to understand. This was a class that changed my life. Black popular culture. Really? I was actually with my professor, Donna, professor Dr. Donna Ayn Davis the other day. Uh, black popular culture 101 like really changed my life because it really like said to me like, oh, like black popular culture is different than like this pop culture stuff that just be coming and going. Like our popular culture mm-hmm. is like for real. Uh, it is like real representations. And we all know that the Migos, like they, they consider themselves culture. They're like, no, we are culture. We create a culture. You could teach the class, actually. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I would love to hear people write essays on dabbing. <laughs> like, I want to see that. Uh, he would also maybe, you know, do really well in fashion merchandising. We all yeah, know definitely. that, uh, you know, Bad and Bougie was an entire, you know, fashion moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, is it fair to say that they were, they're like fashion-y kind of guys? I feel like Offset is always trying to give you a Luke. I was going to say Offset's often dressed like Michael Jackson going to some award show. So <laughs> definitely a look. <laughs> Were we, was Quavo a part of that? Like what? No, yeah. I feel like they all. Yeah, I feel like they all. Like, but I feel like Offset was like the one like really into but I feel like they all kind of complimented the looks if that makes sense. Yes. They were getting their own Destiny's Child one. Like mm-hmm. here's three different versions of this Versace fit. And also they had a literal song called Versace, 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 Versace. This is true. Okay. Um, I think they would also do well in a class um, titled uh, <laughs> The Hollywood Advancement of White Women um, just because they had a whole song called Hannah Montana. Um, and so uh, they would okay. be able to speak to uh, just the unique place that white women have taken in Hollywood advancement. Um, and, you know, maybe if there was a class like the one on Rick Ross, which is The Legal Life Of, if they mm-hmm. were the legal life of Miley Cyrus, let me tell you, I feel like Quavo would ace that class. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Maybe Miley, Miley uh, stop by and give and do a guest a guest uh, lecture. Guest lecture. Uh, if he decided to say, expand his teaching to Morehouse, they have Morehouse Medical School intro to dentistry. Well, we mm. know they love a grill. We know they, they love do. a grill. They love a grill. And last but not least, and this is pretty just obvious, if 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 a member of the Migos <laughs> doesn't hit a slam dunk and get an A with Spanish 101, then what are we doing? Uh, yeah. What are we to. doing? If you can't go to Bella Noches, where can you go? <laughs> so Very I feel like important. these are all, yeah, these are all classes where I feel like Quavo would have, would have, <laughs> Quavo would have thrived. Um, what do you think it's going to be like with Quavo on campus? lit party she mean i feel like he's gonna be also quavo seems also just very shy in a way although he's like this large in life persona i feel like he'd be very low-key honestly like i'm quavo hey uh what's the teacher <laughs> he's like i'm gonna wear my frames without the diamonds today right right it'd be very <laughs> like i'm like a, i'm just a regular student show i'm not quavo from the migos well remember when lil wayne was going to university of houston like very casual what i did not know this 
Yeah, I remember like texting Wayne, like, what are you like? What what, what classes are you taking? He's like, man, this school is crazy. Um, so shout out to Quavo. Quavius Marshall will be in class. The question is, will he allow them to call on him as Quavo? Or will it be like, yes, Quavius? <laughs> we shall see. We'll be right back with the Big Up Letdown. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's time for a Big Up Letdown. I first want to give myself a Big Up, Big Up. And our producer, TJ. Big up, big up. Uh, because we have decided that we are going to do a juice cleanse. And, you know, Love that that's, it's going to be a commitment. I mean, <laughs> listen, you know, TJ was the uh, executive producer of an inspiration show for seven years. So she has mm-hmm. already been cleansed in the waters of Jesus. But there is Amen. something else about cleansing your body of the uh, toxins of the food that we eat, etc. So that means no hot tamales. And how that brings you close. Okay, let's not get out of here. And how that does bring you closer to God, right? Because you're you're removing the things that are in the way. So shout out to us. So that's a big up. And it scares the literal out of me that I'm going to have to get all the out of me. Uh, But (laughs) new experiences. All right, let's get into our big up, big up. Today's big up goes to the Lip Bar. Shout out to my homegirl, Melissa Butler, out there in Detroit. The Lip Bar cosmetic line has announced they're launching into 3,000 CVS stores nationwide. This is so major. Now, they also broke into Target and Walmart, but we also remember that they were on Shark Tank and they got passed on and they were called mm-hmm. like color, they were called colorful cockroaches when they were on uh, Shark yeah. Tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were told that their plan was preposterous. They had like a beauty bar van and they were like, this is not going to go anywhere. This is not going to be anything. Now they have a brick and mortar shop in Detroit. I got to go mm-hmm. and get a makeover when I was there. And also, let me just say this. Melissa has charted this course in such a sincere and um, just intentional way. She has always been a supporter of the work that I do. When they were still just coming up, they would always send like free samples for Smart Funny and Black shows and, you know, for anything I was doing that had giveaways, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. they are also very involved in just like the connectivity of Black business. And we know, and we talked about this yesterday, and we'll talk about it on Black Joy Friday. We know that that is going to be essential to the Black dollar continuing to grow and to be strong Mm -hmm. within our community. So shout out to the Lit Bar. Big up, big up. Next up, our letdown. Is the sharks on Shark Tank? Okay. <laughs> the letdown goes to the sharks that didn't take the product line seriously and asked her why she would want to challenge current beauty standards. <laughs> and it was Damon John, by the way. Okay. You know, Fubu for us by us, the same one who mm-hmm. was challenging the current streetwear cha- standards. Right. Mm-hmm. He was the one, the black man. God, argh, the consistency of, of this. You should be the one in the room with these sisters backing them showing love. Instead, he led the charge saying, it's lipstick. I'm out. (laughs) Robert Herjavec and Mark Cuban had issues with the concept and the logo. And then Lori Greener, she was kind, but she couldn't see beyond the lip bar going beyond an online online business model. So basically the sharks were guppies in this situation because they did not know how to think beyond. And that is why they get let down. Shout out to the Lip Bar for not letting their no's keep them from creating their own yeses. 
Coming up next, we love taking your phone calls. We want to hear from you. Let us know what's on your mind. I'd really like for you to share some things you learned this week. So call us, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back at The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm in a good mood. Um, what are we doing? Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we like hearing from you. So call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Hi, Amanda. This is Olua Tosin. Um, I just wanted to comment on Meek Mill's comment about how rappers are paid to, like, talk about, like, Black death and violence. Um, there's this TED Talk called Black Murder is Normal. And it's basically, like, this Black guy talking about how um, the music industry um, promotes violence against Black people in the songs that we listen to. And it not only is like psychologically normalizes the idea of violence against black people, but it also normalizes the idea of hatred within us, towards us, if that makes sense. And he talked about, there was a song that like Rick Ross did and he got in trouble for it because he rapped about basically like roofing women. But instead of like being specific towards the black community, he made it seem like it was like any woman can get it type of thing. And the speaker of the TED talk kind of basically pointed that out as like when these songs are about non-black people when they say something ludicrous is an issue. But when the songs are strictly for black people, then any type of violence goes. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, she said it. That's all. Um, you know, I think that's actually illuminating, right? Because that was really what the whole... Um, remember in... Okay, so in the, 90, in the 80s and 90s, like when they had like the parental guidance, Advisors. you know, that they had... Yes. Okay. Um, it was because like these songs were saying like black women are tricks and you know bees and hoes mm-hmm. et cetera et cetera and there wasn't anybody policing it and so it was like black people like Jocelyn Elders who were like well we need to be policing our own thing and I mean I think they took it to a certain extent that was a bit much but ultimately you know when they were like jumping on CDs and like cracking the, <laughs> the CDs it was like okay um <laughs> but I think it's trippy to, to really like bifurcate it right and say like uh-huh. there's there's when you guys are talking about black women and there's when you guys are talking about any women. And like, if it's any women, meaning it's inclusive of non-black women, then it's like, oh, wait, wait right. cut, cut it out, cut it out. Cut Can't it do back, that. Hmm. They, don't, they don't like it. They like, now keep it over there with y'all. Don't bring it over here. Don't bring it over here. We don't support that. Controversy. <laughs> what do you all think? one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, uh, the Amanda Seal Show continues on. We're going to talk about a lot of things because that's what we do. And that's what we like to do. And I know that's why y'all like listening. So give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Today is Wednesday, September 13th. And it was on this day in 1985 that the television show, The Golden Girls, premiered. 
Ahí. Thank you for being a friend. Traveling down the road and back again. Mm -mm, mm -mm, My heart mm -mm. is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Mm -mm. And if I threw a party, he invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest definitely for me. And the card attached would say, Thank you for being a friend. Now, of course, we all know the black version of this with dude with the glasses and the wig on. Right. Um, but I didn't even try to impersonate it because it, 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 it's above me. <laughs> I tried it that first note and I was like, I ain't got it. I, I saw you. It. I heard you. I'm and sorry. I was like, he can't, he can't, he can't hold it because it's above us. We don't have the range, literally. If they ever reboot that show, he should be the person who makes the theme song. That well, the first of all, they need to reboot it with black women. So let's start there, right? They need mm -hmm. to reboot it with black women and Jennifer Lewis has to be on the show. So yes. let's start there. <laughs> that would be good. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I think about this often. Jennifer Lewis <laughs> needs to be on the show. Uh, he would need to be the one singing and um, it would be great. I would watch it. I would too. I would watch it. And uh, she needs to be the pastor of a church. Okay. And uh, yeah, like it should be her, Patti LaBelle. Like it's like Ooh. the cast. Yeah. I think about this. I'm like, you have like I'm, casting and storylines. Well, I'm like a really good, I'm like really good at casting. Like, I feel like that's like a skill of mine that I haven't gotten to like really like stretch. Mm -hmm. But when I would audition for stuff and I knew friends of mine were better for the role, I would literally like send them the script. Like, make sure your agent <laughs> has you audition for this because you would be better. That's <laughs> like, good. this is your that's role. Dope. All right. What do you, you got to come up um, come this hour, we're going to talk about Reverend Al Sharpton. He has a message for rappers that support Donald Trump. Also, what R&B legend... That's who he's talking to. He's talking to South <laughs> Pete. And he's talking to Big Mike. I mean, Killer, Killer Mike. Mike. That's who he's talking to. Oh, Big Mike. <laughs> um, also, what R&B legend did Pink ask to collaborate with? And they just told her flat out, no. Also, we're no. going to talk about politicians and the darndest thing. It better not be Diana Ross because she took the heat yesterday and we, we, we can't have her heat again. Stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It, y'all. Follow us at Seal Said It and tell a friend to follow us. We got to get folks to really know about this show because we're doing something real special here. So make sure you tell a friend. Also, I want to know what you learned this week. So call me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and uh, let's get into some black here news. So Al Sharpton was recently on MSNBC with Joy Reid and he had this message to rappers who are in support of the, for, the, the, or, the ugly orange. Let's not go back to the 1930s. Let's go to the 1990s when five young black and brown young men were falsely accused of raping a white woman in Central Park. It was Donald Trump that took out ads in the papers in New York saying they should get the death penalty. So they want to cite how Blacks have been abused by the criminal justice system, cite yep. the case where we marched, and eventually it was proven, these five young men, that Donald Trump called on to get the death penalty was, in fact, innocent. So we don't have to go by history, go by Trump's history and go by what he did, the only case of race in the criminal justice system that I've ever seen Donald Trump stand up for in New York where he's a native was where mm. he called for the death penalty of five innocent young black and brown young men. That is the answer. Do you hear that? It's really weird to me, yo. Mm -hmm. Like the selective consciousness around Donald Trump. Like, I'm just like, when I hear black men say anything positive about Donald Trump, I'm like, is it that you just don't know or you just don't care? It gotta be there on now. It has to be. <laughs> Cause it's odd to me. Like he literally has said very clearly the the men of Charlottesville who were marching against mm -hmm. literally against the lives of black people, they they were good people. I don't know how you as a black person can hear that and be like, yeah, this person's gonna create policy that's good for us. Mm -hmm. Even if you already feel like Biden isn't doing that, like because that's mm -hmm. the other argument, like, oh, well, at least he's being honest about his racism. That doesn't mean that he's not like, I don't know how that translates. That's yeah. Also, you sound like a 
he's not a figure in like black pop culture. So it's not like they have like deep like love no, for is. Donald Trump. You think he so? Is. Yeah, because in the 80s and 90s, Donald Trump was very like there's especially in New York, there was Trump Tower. Like he is a um, he had positioned himself as this like person of wealth. And when we think about like the 80s and 90s and the opulence of that time, mm-hmm. like he is representative of that, like of the jets and the gold, everything and just the the the. The, the gaudiness and the, he's the lifestyle uh-huh. of the rich and famous of it all. Now, by the way, right. he was lying about all of this and he right. was completely in debt and bankrupt and whatnot. But in terms of like the, the outward, like, ga- like, um, like you have to think about like the eighties and nineties, like, the, like the eighties, particularly that's like Liberace. Like I'm wearing a Excess. ring on every finger. That's the word excess and materialism. And the eighties mm. was really when, Black folks and women were getting the first real opportunity at like seeing wealth in like an actualized way. Dynasty on TV. Right, right. You understand what I'm saying? So he Mm -hmm. was like in that, like he was always in the tabloids. Like, so that's where he is connected to like black culture in that way. When you had like rappers talking about like symbols of wealth, they Mm -hmm. would say Trump. Right. That's true. Okay. Different perspective. Even though it was all a lie. Even though it was all a lie. But let's really quick talk about some of the supporters, some of the rappers that have supported Trump. Lil Wayne publicly thanked Trump for taping his calls, um, tweeting pics of the two of them together. This is because Trump pardoned him. It's cost him $2 million. Kodak Black. Trump granted Kodak Black a pardon on his last day in office, January 20th, 2021. Cost him $2 million. Kanye West is often seen flaunting a MAGA hat. He actually didn't get pardoned. He's just doing this for free. Um, The baby, real standard of class, uh, publicly endorsed <laughs> Trump last year. For some reason, Walk a Flock of Flame and Lil Pump also. So none of, but none of them, none of them, aside from Wayne, uh, are anybody that I think anybody should be listening to about anything. Uh, so there's you think, that. Never mind. I, Wayne I is actually a very smart guy. I think that this is a literal situation of like, he pardoned me, so I have to do it. Now, the one that really throws me off is not the rapper, but the legend Teddy Riley, who is a staunch supporter of Trump and many other nonsense things. (laughs) But Trump pardoned Teddy's brother, I think. But it's like, I get that you feel like you owe him for the pardon. But like, does he have to hold all your balls? Is that in the contract? The pardon contract? You like you got to do a social media post? (laughs) I just I I mean, as someone who has contracts where social media posts are part of it, it actually might be. What do you think? 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Speaking of legendary uh, R&B folks, let's get into Pink, Pink trying to collaborate with someone who said, nah, when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. Jeremiah, tell the people about when singer Pink got thwarted. So, you know, recently Pink was doing a radio interview and she opened up by the time she asked Mary J. Blige to collaborate with her. Let's take a listen. You ever asked like a, like a big star? Mary George? J. Blige. She was like, uh-uh. That's what, what I love about her. No, I respect it. I yeah, respect yeah. it because so many people will be like, yeah, call me. And then but it's like totally fake. I went into her trailer long time ago. This thing is when I hosted the Lady of Soul Train or Soul Train Awards. Okay. And I walked into her trailer and I was like, hi, um, would you ever work with me? And she just took one look at me and she goes, no. <laughs> and I go, okay. You know, that sounds like Mary. But in my, when I heard this story, it was a long it, time my, ago though. Yeah, because I'm like, when was Pink hosting the Soul Train Award? <laughs> it had to be a long time ago. Um, but I'm like, I, and I like Pink and I like Mary J. Blige. But what would a Pink and Mary J. Blige song even sound like? Like, those are two very different worlds of music. I think at the time it wouldn't have been, though, because like she Pink was much more traditional R&B when she first came out and she was on LaFace. She was. People thought she was mixed. They thought she was a mixed black girl with pink hair. Correct. They did. So maybe she would have she did a, a, a duet of uh, I'm Going Down, the remix <laughs> with Pink. Pink was also, I mean, Pink talks about how like she was forced to do that kind of music because she had a soulful voice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that she then was able to like craft her own sound. I've never been like her music was never for me, but I get it, you know, and then she went into the like uh, silk aerobics phase. 
where oh, like, I, yeah. like remember she was doing all like the Cirque du Soleil stuff and I was like, yeah. I was just like, she's really committed to this. She said, I'm putting on a show for you. I'm a flip. I'm a twist and turn. I'm like, just I'm a fly over the audience. I watched her documentary and she's like, she like flies over the stadium, like in like this harness. I'm like, that looks so amazing. That feels so dangerous. But if you enjoy it, yay. <laughs> I think that's the kind of thing where Mary would be like, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> See, Mary's not doing that though. Mary's like, she probably saw the future. She's like, I'm putting on my boot. And you want me to get on a harness? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. She's like literally the most deathifying thing I'm gonna do is wear these stilettos on this stage. That's but it. pink. But pink, you know, she she got a lot of courage to ask Mary J. Blige to her face because Mary's not holding back. She said no and kept it moving. <laughs> I love I, I love it for us because it's just a story. <laughs> but I think Pink showed a lot of maturity and grace and how she mm-hmm. handled that. One eight five five man to eight is the number, y'all. When we get back, uh, we got a we got a, a block quiz. It's a black pop quiz, what it is, right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome, y'all, to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals, and you heard it. It's time for a block. Quiz is a black pop quiz. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. It's a black pop quiz, what it is. Now, you have heard me mention uh, our executive producer, TJ. You have heard me mention that she has spent seven years uh, as the executive producer of an inspirational show. And now looking at her, you can see why. She feels, you know, she's she's, she's fairly <laughs> at peace. She's tapped in to a higher power. But right now she is tapped in to the answers <laughs> because she is going to proctor this black pop quiz between me and Jeremiah like the Bible. By the way, y'all, I don't know what the quiz is. That's why it's a pop quiz. It's a black Yo, quiz. It's random. It's real random. So I'm an assistant <laughs> professor TJ in for the birthday boy. Supreme is out okay. celebrating his birthday today. So okay. it's very random. Randomness 101. So hopefully okay. you're good at pop culture. Hopefully you're good at math. Hmm. No, oh, I am baby. not. So both of us we'll, just lost. <laughs> this we'll is going to be a lesson of two evils. Oh, before we go there, what are your buzzwords? Oh, um, um, my buzz. I just saw um a throwback of Cameron's. Like my favorite freestyle from Rest City the Basement is Cameron's freestyle, and so I'm gonna go Squale. So shout out to Harlem and the Dipset. Squale. Okay, Jeremiah, I like the Bible. I'm gonna keep it simple this week. Beep beep. Oh, okay. You got a short one this week. <laughs> is that okay. Any, like history behind the beep beep? No. Okay. No. Just no. beep beep. Road runner, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay, let's do that. I love it. Be Road like the Roadrunner. Okay, we got it. Okay, question number one. What country is the pop singer Rihanna from? Beep, beep. Yeah, that's look, Barbados. I buzzed in first, though. See, she cheated. I, you know what? My fault, because, you know, Supreme, he, he wants a chaotic it's wild, space. wild, wild west. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it is Barbados. She's from Barbados. Barbados. Oh. I- <laughs> She's from Barbados. She's from Barbados. That's why okay. her accent is like that. Because in Barbados, that's how they talk. That's how they talk. Okay. Question number two. Can I just real quick tell a story that a friend of mine, when we left the Glow in the Dark tour, was like, you know, being like, he was like, man, Rihanna is just so talented. And also she's just like really smart because for her to have moved here and be able to just like get such a grasp on the English language so quickly really says a lot. I was like, sir, they speak English in Barbados. <laughs> they speak English in Barbados. Yeah, they do. Cut it. Okay. Out. Question number two. <laughs> Which is a more serious crime? A felony or a misdemeanor? BB. Squale. Oh, Jeremiah. But was that what you were going to say, Jeremiah? Yeah, a felony. (laughs) Okay. Now we're going to do a little math. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we need paperwork? <laughs> we need? I was you like, might need, let me you might need some paper. A train travels at the speed of 60 miles an hour. Okay. Okay. How long will it take to travel a distance of 300 miles? A train travels at the speed of 60 miles an hour. How long will it take to travel a distance? Five hours. Amanda Seals, what are you, you just, you just all off the, no buzzwords, but Squale. I mean, I had a different answer anyway, so maybe she you might did. be right. Okay, you're right, Amanda. Oh, I was wrong. Can I tell Amanda you how I got that? How'd you get it? So I can show my work? Okay. Yeah. Because there's, the train is traveling at 60 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So that means it takes an it takes 60 minutes to travel an hour, right? So that's a mile a minute. Yes. So if you divide 300 by 60, yes. that is going to give you how many hours it would take. And it would take five. Now, Jeremiah, yes. what did you come up with? I did something similar, but I think I heard the number wrong because I got 50 as my answer. So I think I added a zero. I'm supposed to add a zero somewhere. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but I did like the same like division type stuff. So mm-hmm. where are we now? Are we three zero? Yes. Because, okay, yeah. three zero, Amanda. Last question. After circulating through your body, where does your blood go? B.B. Wale, Jeremiah like the Bible. To your heart? Back to your heart. You got one. <laughs> okay. I'm like, where does it that go? That was going to be my answer. <laughs> it was going to be your answer. Well, you are the winner. Uh, congratulations once again, Amanda Seal. But I knew the answers too, though. That's the difference this time. I did the answer. You, you did. You got one wrong. Except that okay. mad. That well, mad. It's still number two. You're not the number one, but congratulations, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you. I want, I want, I want Professor Supreme back. Keeping it real like Mary J right there. <laughs> Keeping it real like Mary J. Well, y'all, that's a, that's a Black Quack quiz right there on the Amanda Seal Show. Still the champ. Still the champ. I'm like Coco Golf out here. All right. Oh. We'll be right back. <laughs> ah, thank you for proctoring, TJ. We'll be right back with <laughs> you in the Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. I just beat Jeremiah like the Bible in a block <laughs> quiz. That is a black pop quiz. So they shout out to me. Uh, <laughs> shout out to me. All right, Jeremiah. Uh, where can people check us out if they miss the show? If they miss anything, you have to remember our show becomes a daily podcast every single day. You can get it wherever podcasts are available on your phone, on the computers, all those type things. That's it. That's that's how it works. All right. Mm-hmm. So make sure Technology. you check that out. When we uh, when we drop, um, you know, we drop in different times depending on where you live. But mm-hmm. on your time, you can just go to wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, check out my other podcast, Small Doses. This week, we got Side Effects of Woke with Tamika D. Mallory. Okay. Mm -hmm. Explaining what woke actually means, not what these folks have (laughs) co-opted it to mean, which is some otherness. Um, Let's go to the phone lines. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Hey, Amanda Girl. I was just calling. I just got the phone number, but I thought y'all were talking about what's like a great duet. And I just wanted to make an honorable mention. R. Kelly and Usher, same girl. Like... That song was iconic. The fact that they was moving with the same girl and she's kind of iconic too. But yeah, that's all I got to say. My name is Tori Gray. I am a Tori Gray. I just want to say a great job. Bye. Thank you, Tori. But you should have kept that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, we don't what? we don't uplift R. Kelly here. But that's also not even one of the like a dope duet though to even say his name for you know what I mean if you go say you gotta like come with like uh, Mr. Big uh, right or something like heavy hitter she said same girl I don't know Mm-mm. and it's a way there's so many more better Usher duets also absolutely uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> well, always remember we, we gotta always remember there's no room for our Kelly here at this show unless mm-hmm. we are disparaging him um, mm-hmm. and that's really the rule do you it. think he sings in jail to the other inmates? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Writing songs in the cell block. I would not be surprised if we learned that R. Kelly is in jail and eventually has a choir. I was watching this documentary and this man had like a whole studio in the, in the jail. He was mm-hmm. like making music. I'm like, they got studios in jail? What's he's making on? money. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's writing under a pseudonym and you know, 
Listen, we've already spent too much time talking about him. Go to the phone lines. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. We got politicians say the darndest things. We got six second headlines. Your big up, let down. All of that coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Don't move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Seal Show, we're up, we're up, we're up on such a high vibration, feeling good, feeling great, feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. Quick, Jeremiah, like the Bible, what's that a reference from? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling good. And I feel, I heard, I thought of Nina Simone, but that's not Nina Simone. Because I heard feeling good. It's a rap song, I'm sure. Really? It's outcast. It's a, it's a, uh, it is a interlude on staying on Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. It's Shut time up, to listen to learn. Um, we got a word for the day. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. The word of the day is fallible. Okay. Fallible. So like we know like infallible. So the opposite of fallible, infallible would be like, like you're like prone to like mistakes or errors or like being um, wrong, essentially. All right. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Good job. Good job. All right. That's from that's this century. Because some other words. Like, that's from this century. Because some other words. Right. Because we definitely bellwether. Bellwether <laughs> bell like was really words. like, what in the medieval times are we talking about? Um, but in these days and times, in this hour, what are we going to be talking about? We got politicians say the darndest things this hour. And actually, it's like a two for one because it's featuring two presidents. Also, in case you missed this, 60 second headlines, plus the big up let down. Shout out to the lip bar in Detroit. All right. All that coming up right here on the Amanda Steele Show. Remember, if you have not gone and supported my documentary and Amanda We Trust, which is just basically my public service announcement to us that if we learn more about our government, get more involved in civics, then we can actually be a part of the change we wish to see. I don't by any man, I don't by any means think that um, we should only vote. I think we should vote and. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe that it is, imper- it is an imperative part of uh, the change that we need to do to fight off the negative change that is happening. So go to AmandaWeTrust.com. All right, we'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. This is uh, another day, another politician saying... Politicians say the darndest things. So, Amanda, you remember we commemorated uh, the 9-11 attacks on Monday. So, actually, this, um, it's like a two-for-one. So, this um, politician said the darndest things. Actually, the throwback, because we'll take a listen to the, the two future presidents, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, and what they said right after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Let's take a listen. You have one of the landmark buildings down in the financial district, 40 Wall Street. Uh, did you have any damage or did you know what, what's happened down there? Well, it was an amazing phone call I made. 40 Wall Street actually was the second tallest building in downtown Manhattan. And, and it was actually before the World Trade Center was the tallest. And then when they built the World Trade Center, it became known as the second tallest. And now it's the tallest. The tendency in these circumstances is to be too focused on one man, one idea, one prospect. I think that we should be calm, those of us who hold high public office, just calm down a little bit, collect our thoughts, collect the information, and in a methodical way, analyze what we know happened and what we can derive from that. I think it's much too early for us to make those kinds of judgments. The first thing is what the president is doing. He called for calm, he's getting in the airplane, he's coming back to Washington, D.C., and I applaud him for that. And we should be back up and running as quickly as we can. Very contrasting viewpoints on that day. <laughs> um, You know, it's actually kind of wild when you really think about just how 9-11 changed the course of things in this country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think people even realize that like there was no TSA before 9-11. You could just go to the gate. You didn't have to go right. to security at the airport and all of this BS, right? 
Um, or like the Department of Homeland Security. That hoe wasn't even, it didn't even exist. Wasn't even a thing. Um, like they don't even allow planes to fly over DC because mm-hmm. of 9-11. Like there's like a whole different situation. Um, but also just the reality of like, we're in a different time now where there's so much more social media and there's like access that like were that to happen now, I would be curious to see what the response would be from the politicians because there's an immediacy that is expected. Mm. Um, and we saw that immediacy, like even with like the, the devastation in Florida, right? Like Biden went down to Florida immediately, but then like mm-hmm. governor DeSantis with the uh, hurricane governor DeSantis, like didn't even make time to see him. Right. <laughs> and you know, and also like refused aid. Um, so, but 9-11 just really tested this country in a, in a, in a myriad of ways. And I don't know that, um, I wish that our government had at some point said, which they would never do this, but I wish they at some point said, you know, the extremism that happened that caused 9-11 was largely in part because of the extremism that we have enacted across this world. Like oh, yeah, they we created our, well, they're, they're never going to say this, but this is the truth. Like we created our enemies. Um, right. And in some ways we actually that. provided them with the tools to harm us because we were providing them with the tools to harm others. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. And that's not conspiracy. That's just the math of how things went. Yeah. So keep it locked right here. Uh, it's the Amanda Seal Show. We got six second headlines. What's your big up, let down? Coming up next. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We did it again. We did it again. We did a whole show for y'all. Isn't that crazy? one 855 is the number. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seal. Tomorrow, we're going to give you a group chat Thursday. Friday, we got nothing but good things. But what do we talk about today? Jeremiah. Today we talked about the new implication of um, implementation of real IDs. October first is like the deadline, but we talked about maybe they aren't such a good idea for you know um, black and brown communities. Also, Quavo is going to college, UGA. We wrote down some classes. He will be a straight A student in. So you gotta check the podcast to find out what we said. Plus, the big up went to the lit bar. They're in CVS now, and New Mexico is at the center of a gun violence problem, and the sheriff is causing havoc. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Stop arming these fools. Um, but y'all are armed with the app for our social media. <laughs> if you want to go and vent about it, hit us up at Seals Said It. Remember to also check us out wherever you get your podcasts and check out my latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Being Woke with Tamika D. Mallory. And you can check out the premiere of the visuals uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. Coming up on Thursday's show, we'll have another round of 60 Second Headlines. It's going to be group chat day. We're talking about respect. Are Americans getting ruder since the pandemic? Mm, Sounds like it. Also, Ari Lennox talks about how she just really needs public validation. Do you? We'll get into that. And we'll also do our favorite, most likely too, with Jeremiah, like the Bible. All that and more right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Check y'all out tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.